All you need is, uh, you know, at least in my case, you need a compliant 13-year-old or 14-year-old boy <laughs> to sit and pump the pedal for you. Oh, no. oh I'm not even. Sound, no. Yeah. Leaving that no. alone. Nope. Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the music. You can't have the Pretender's first album. That's mine. I bought it. You did not. The catchphrases. Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? And the wannabes. Sometimes I see you dance around the house in my underwear. Doesn't make me a Madonna. Never will. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears, and today the never-ending series continues for at least one more week. It's March Soundtrack Madness. Huddle up. See what kind of hand I've been dealt here. With me as always, Brad in L.A. Are you awake out there, Brad? I am, I am, and it's been a long time since anybody said anything to you about a Sweet 16, isn't it, Steve? Oh, wow, that's that's deep. That cuts <laughs> deep. <laughs> And uh, and and just Drew is here as well. Hello, gentlemen. We need gentlemen. out here in California. We've had a few earthquakes, so it's been a little lively out here. I know. I, you know, I, I didn't feel that last one. Me neither. Yeah. I felt the the one the other on Friday night, but I didn't. I guess there was one Saturday. I didn't. Feel no, I didn't feel the Friday one either. I think the uh, Saturday one was my dry heaving. <laughs> we're, we're on a cut lot here out in God's country, so we're closer to the, the cut lot. Fill, is that an engineering term? Sort of a know. fill lot. It's a cut lot. They build our house. They took dirt away instead of adding dirt to the lot. What? This is nonsense. Wow. No, no, no. Seriously. So and this has been dirt away. Talk. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Sorry. Oh okay. my god. So, so you had earthquakes out there. So, so <laughs> everything's okay yeah. though, right? I mean, oh, yeah, no yeah, roads yeah. collapsed or anything. Yeah. No, it was. It was a chair fell over. Five point one, which is nothing. So, I mean, I I lived in Northridge for the Northridge one. So that was that was exciting. This was just kind of like woo. Drew's got cred. Is that your yeah. biggest? Is that your biggest natural worry, living in California? An earthquake? Uh, earthquakes, and I say brush fires. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In Florida, it's uh, tornadoes and hurricanes. Tornadoes? And really? You get tornadoes there? We, yeah, we get tornadoes. In fact, there was a tornado warning uh, here yesterday afternoon. Huh. I had no my, idea. My cell phone went crazy with the warning. Yeah, we get them. Uh, when I was a when I was a kid in the eighties, back before I had a mustache, the um, back when Sweet Sixteen was. Uh, I want to say yes. Well, I want to say the 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 uh, neighborhood elementary school was flattened by a tornado. Oh, really? Wow. wow. Um, oh, so, Steve, you and I share that in common as well, dealing with tornadoes growing up. Yeah, I, I, we had one of the in, sirens in our backyard. Oh no, no, it's not like that in Florida. I mean, you were in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I'm sure, is like that's Tornado Alley, right? Oh yeah. Um, here it's here. It, they're just a, they just they whip up whenever we have a really bad thunderstorm. Yeah. So uh, that, um, that's about it. I mean, we don't have like uh, it's yeah, not like if the it movie took out Twister. of school. I mean, that's I mean that's well, yeah. not like oh hey. But that was like forty years ago. It was thirty years ago. I mean, you know, we've been okay since then. So and all the kids were like, woohoo, no school. Yeah, no school. I think it was called Eisenhower Elementary. So I've always remembered that. Anyway, so we gather here today uh, to talk about the sweet sounding sixteen because this is round three of March Soundtrack Madness. Um, we've done a show for each round. I don't know if we'll continue to do it, but we're down to just 16 songs. 
Well, and when you say that, yeah, yeah, you better say, clarify that. Oh, yeah, we're going to quit the contest. <laughs> no, no, no. We're gonna, the next two rounds. We're going to finish show. the contest. I just don't know if we're going to do a show for every round. I, a know. separate show for every round. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in, case, in case you missed the first two shows, and judging by the stats, you probably did. The uh, I don't mean that. You listen. No. I know you listen. You care. Everyone cares. Um, the, the way we did it was Brad and I, um, with input from Stuck in the 80s Nation, uh, picked 64 songs for the main 80s uh, soundtrack uh, madness, and we seeded them in little uh, regions. So there was an anthem bracket and a... Uh, a love and lust bracket and uh, stuff like that. So we, there was a one seed, there was a sixteen seed, and we and it's just like the the basketball tournament. We've 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 had you guys vote on it. You guys have been picking the songs, not us. And uh, we're here for round three. We also have an NIT tournament. We'll talk about that after the break. So anyway, <laughs> we're sitting here and we are ready. I haven't even seen the results myself. Uh, Brad has been hiding them, refusing to share the data. Well, you know, knowledge is power. So we we are now ready to reveal who's going to make it to the Elite Eight. Or what are we calling it, Brad? It's the Excellent Eight. Excellent Eight. Okay. Trying to, try to 80s theme it up a little bit. Right. There and avoid go. lawsuits. So. <laughs> yeah. You guys I, I, ready? Sure. I'm just curious to know when we start. We start when I say so. Okay. Would you kind of let me know? Because I'm kind of getting All tired right, of standing. Out of here. Right now. You're kicking me out? Yes. Don't come back until you learn to keep your mouth shut and listen. In the love and lust bracket, number one seed. I Mel With You by um, Modern English from the movie Valley Girl takes on the number five seed, Take My Breath Away, that lusty ballad by Berlin from Top Gun. Bradley, what happened here? Well, uh, this was not close. Uh, Melt With You, 61% of the vote, sends Take My Breath Away to the showers. No, this is not right. I, I demand a recount. Okay, uh, let me look at the numbers. Wait, okay, <laughs> you're right. It's 61. Oh, wait, no, it's not 61% for Melt With You. It's 39% for Take My Breath Away. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I still don't agree with it. I well, mean, you know, on. Take My Breath Away has been living on borrowed time since the first round when uh, it won a tiebreaker thanks to none other than Martha Quinn. That's right. Yeah, but here's my problem with this. It, and, it, it, and it's funny, actually, the first couple of things is when I did the first the first couple rounds, I freaking love – by the way, I love this topic. This is really a lot of fun to do this. <laughs> But the first couple rounds, um, I was picking like my favorite songs. But for some reason, when I got to round three, I started picking like, okay, how much does this song really mean in the movie? And yeah. and take my breath away. I mean, I just can't picture that movie without that song in it. So that's why I'm like stunned by '80s Nation. I can't figure out how they could how they could only get that 39 percent of the vote. God, yeah, but well, you're talking about Melt With You is it's an epic song. It's a it's yeah. a it, tough it's an battle. epic song. It's an epic song, but it's not. There's so many great songs on Valley Girl that you know, but there's not on on Top Gun. What? There's only a what? couple songs on Top what, Gun. But what about Playing with the Boys? Yeah, like I said, there's only a couple <laughs> of songs. What about Danger Zone? Well, that is the other. We'll song. get to that later. But uh, no, I, I, it's, it's it's this is the tough. This is how this is the business of bracketology. You're, you're going to have really great songs that deserve to be in the final four, just come up against you know, the University of Dayton and yeah, yeah. or something like that, or you know. So, <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. So this week I happened to see. I don't know if either of you guys read the blog Kicking It Old School, but. No. Uh, it's a good blog, good 80s blog. He had an interview with Tom Whitlock, who was the songwriter, uh, lyricist who co-wrote uh, Take My Breath Away with Giorgio Moroder. So nice. 
it's a great interview. Wow. But uh, really interesting how he met Giorgio Moroder. So he had just moved to L.A., and he had a buddy that was a recording engineer, and he asked him, hey, can you come down and help me move some stuff at the studio that I'm, I'm helping the new owner out with? He's like, yeah, sure, you know, whatever. So they're moving speakers and stuff, and some guy comes in the back door and is just swearing up a storm, and it's like, who's that? It's like, oh, that's Giorgio Moroder. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, why is he so mad? It's like, I don't know, let me go find out. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, he said the, the brakes in his Ferrari were fading coming down Coldwater Canyon, and so he's really kind of upset. And so the Tom Whitlock says, oh, well, do you want me to fix him? So he <laughs> ran down to Pet Boys and got some brake fluid, and he had all the tools in his car, and he uh, bled the brakes on his Ferrari, and you know that's how he met Giorgio Moroder. Oh, my wow. God. Fixed his brakes? <laughs> that's <laughs> sucking up to a... Uh, which is an amazing level. Yeah, hey, you know, I'll move your stuff and fix the brakes on your Ferrari on your car. Well, you know, it's not. I don't know if you ever bled brakes. It's not rocket science. It just takes time. No, I actually have. I have bled brakes, and it was not fun. It's hard to do it by yourself. Yeah, yeah. jeez. All you need is, uh, you know, at least in my case, you need a compliant thirteen-year-old or fourteen-year-old boy <laughs> to sit and pump the pedal for you. Oh, no. I'm not even. Sound, no, yeah, leaving that no. alone. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mm, Sunday afternoon. This took a weird turn. <laughs> More coffee. So uh, the next uh, matchup, number three, In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel from Say Anything versus number two, If You Leave by OMD from Pretty in Pink. And I think we all knew that this one was going to be tight. Yeah. How, how tight was it? About 50 votes difference? Um, yeah, it's about yeah. 50 votes. So who won? Oh, did you want to know who won? Well, uh, number three in your eyes moves on to the uh, awesome, no, excellent eight. Wow. 54% of the vote. Not bad. Yeah. 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 Who'd you guys vote for? Do you, remember? I, Do you remember? I actually kept this one. Yeah. I, I had In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. It's one of my favorite songs. But it's also, like I said, it's, it's one of those key pivotal moments in the movie that you can't disassociate the song from the movie. So, yeah, I had In Your Eyes. Yeah. I think I voted for If You Leave. Of course you did. <laughs> I think because, the key, and it's weird because I this is a, a lesser two evils. I, I'm not a giant fan of Pretty in Pink. Actually, I think Pretty in Pink is a terrible movie, but I just like the song better. I think the key is if the song appears twice in the movie, it has twice the mojo. So in your eyes, two scenes with that. I'm Mel with you, two scenes with that. Yeah. It helps a little bit. Well, it sets up a huge and epic battle for the championship of the Love and Lust bracket. That's yeah. for sure. I melt with you versus in your eyes. Wow. Tell us what you think, 80s Nation. Uh, which way, you guys, which way are you guys leaning? Oh, I'll go melt with you. I'll do in your eyes. So we'll cancel each other out. <sighs> oh, man. Nice. Oh, I really It's down to you, that. Steve. You so know, tell me it might be you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, if, if I had to vote right now, I would pick In Your Eyes. Yes. Incorrect. Yes. <laughs> good, good, Stevie. So, yes. <laughs> so, uh, okay, the montage fodder bracket, one of my favorites. Uh, numbers one seed. Are all the number one seeds still all alive? number one seeds are alive in this round. Okay. Oh, spoilers. You guys. We're well, we alive. Are alive. Right oh, now. are alive at this moment until the vote. I got it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. Uh, number one, Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds from Breakfast Club versus number five, Holiday Road by Lindsay Buckingham from Vacation. What's that smell I smell? Not a contest. 
Some that, charred remains of Lindsey Buckingham. Mm, I think mm, you mm. said that you thought this was going to go 90%. I was pretty close. It didn't quite get there. 83%. Wow. 582 to 117. So. Is that the biggest blowout this week? It is. Oh, I'm yeah, look, absolutely. I'm sneaking ahead. I'm looking. There's no other blowout this week. Not even close. Nothing that big. So, you know, Holiday Road is the plucky mid-major that somehow got into this week. It was Gonzaga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gonzaga. The punchline that keeps on giving. Yep. Um, the next matchup, uh, number three seed, I'm All Right by Kenny Loggins from Caddyshack versus the, I don't know why they're still in a competition, number 10 seed, St. Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion by John Parr from St. Elmo's Fire. This one was super close. I mean, for the first three or four days of voting, this was within three or four votes of each other, and it just kind of kept switching back and forth. Uh, but in the end, there's a major upset here. Number 10 seed, St. Elmo's Fire, 52% of the vote by by less than 30 votes. Wow. That's, again, wrong. I'm sorry. It's just wrong. How can you? Oh, and, and I'll St. say. St. Elmo's Fire. You do hear I'm All Right twice in the movie, uh, Man in Motion. I think you only hear once. So there you go. Well, it's going to run up against, uh, you know, its cousin. Uh, <laughs> don't you forget about me next week. So. Is there is there any chance is there any chance that St. Elmo's Fire gets more than thirty percent of the vote? A fool's chance. I don't think so. I mean, don't you forget about me as the you know sentimental favorite in this bracket by a long ways. Yeah, it's also pretty cool that wasn't it was this just this last week, wasn't it that um, we had the thirtieth anniversary of the day that detention was yep. held. In the Breakfast Club, it kind of yeah, snuck up on great. everybody. That was a yeah. great little kind of pop culture moment. Everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, really?" I had forgotten that they gave the date. I had too, and I, you know, everyone's like, "Oh, but it came out in '85." I'm like, yeah, "Okay, the movie was released in '85, yes." But. And then um, Molly Ringwald tweeted it, and she yeah. released it, and she posted a video of her singing "Don't You Forget About Me." How, how's that sound? I haven't heard it. it. Well, it's jazz. I'm not a big jazz fan, so I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask. So, Drew, how's that sound? <laughs> uh, yeah, I missed it, too. I didn't know that she had done that. I just saw the tweet, but I didn't actually hear the uh, okay, hear the jazz so we, thing. We have homework. We'll check yeah, uh, or you can just skip it. I, I, I had my head done. I was kind of <laughs> hoping you didn't notice me. I, God, God knows we love Molly Ringwald, but I, I don't like jazz music. I never have liked jazz music. Um, I just don't get it. Um, so, wow. So that gives it to the anthems bracket. Um Number one seed, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor from Rocky Three, versus number four seed, Let's Go Crazy by Prince from Purple Rain. Huh. This one surprised me. I thought it really? was closer. Yeah, I thought it would be oh, closer, oh, okay. and I thought it might go the other way. Yeah. Not me. This is, this is, Eye of the Tiger is, that's a solid number one. I mean, there's, there I don't go. know. I mean, that's, You're right. against Prince, come on. I mean, Prince is an amazing musician. Yeah. But Eye of the Tiger is iconic, so I'm yeah, not surprised. I mean, uh, so if you hadn't figured it out, Eye of the Tiger moves <laughs> on 59% of the vote. I thought yeah. that would be closer. I thought that would be a lot closer. Yeah, I was thinking it would be maybe 10 votes difference, and I, I thought it could go the other way. But uh, so too. be it. So be it. Uh, Justice is finally served here in the next, in the next uh, matchup. Number 11 seed. Ghostbusters by Huey Lewis from the movie Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> the joke that just keeps giving. Yeah. Versus number two, Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins from uh, Top Gun. 
Huh. And 58% of the people say danger zone. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Did- so, Danger Zone, also co written by Tom Whitlock. Lyrics. Weird. Wow. Hey, no, this is the same, sound- the same soundtrack. You guys said all the number ones were still active, but that's uh, Danger Zone was bre- uh, seated number two. Yeah. Well, some of the number twos are also still active. Each bracket has a one, a two, a three. Yeah. A oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the next. I'm sorry. I was thinking. That's okay. Math is not my strong point. <laughs> I understood there would be no math. I was told there would be no adding. Don't worry. Just remember to read chapters three through twelve for tomorrow's yeah. class. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Danger Zone. I, I love it, but I'm I'm surprised it's still around. I guess we gave it a really good seed. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? It's again, it is a integral part of that opening sequence in Top Gun. Uh, you hear it, you think of the movie. Yep. Um, you know, it's and it's you know, it's the soundtrack king of Chicago who does it. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I wonder if it also has to do. I don't know if you guys watch Archer. But oh, he's yeah. always talking about Danger Zone, and they d- actually just did a. A, a remake of it using one of the characters from the show and Kenny Loggins came on the show. Oh yeah, and they did it, and it it was really good. Actually, it was funny. Yeah, I, I'm not I, sure that I, any of '80s Nation is or much of '80s Nation is watching Archer. They should be. It's I, great. I, they really should be. I um, I'm kind of obsessed with Archer. I it, I used to only watch it like at three in the morning, <laughs> like uh, like I would TiVo it and I turn on at three in the morning, like uh, you know, just as the whiskey was starting to wear off. And I just would laugh myself silly, and then I, I sort of got away from it. And then I, Entertainment Weekly this this week has a big story about Archer, uh-huh. and I read that, and it sort of it piqued my interest again. And so now I'm suddenly watching it again on my iPad at night, you know. And and the the, the Top Gun Danger Zone thing is just amazing on that. So if you if, if you I think I put yeah. that on my blog. So maybe it got a little bump from that. I don't know. Maybe who knows. Anyway, God God loves Kenny Loggins. So next week in that bracket, I have a tiger against Danger Zone. That's wow. a good one. I like that's that matchup. One. I like that matchup. If, if right now, who are you going to vote for? Oh gosh, that's actually that's a tough call. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that's really that's that might be the toughest matchup for me coming up. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder that one for a while. What What happens is I, am I misremembering this that I the Tiger is uh, using a montage in Rocky Three or am I making that up? Yeah, it is. Is it, it the is? training montage? Well, it's 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 used it's it's used like five times in the movie. Um, it's used um, the very beginning. You hear it. It's used during a tra- um, the training. Yeah, the training montage. It's used at the very end. Well, I probably ding, vote ding. For, I probably wrote, vote for Rocky Three then because, as I'm fond of saying, if you learn that if you can beat uh, if you can oh gosh what's the guy's name? Never mind. Clubber Lang. Oh. If you can beat Apollo Correct. Creed in a foot race on the oh. sand, you can do anything. Here's and my then thing. you get a sweaty man hug. <laughs> sweaty man hug. Um, here's my thing. Of either of these two songs come on the radio, which one would you turn off faster? Oh, see now that's interesting. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, a good that's question. A tough way to look at it. I don't know. I'd probably say. Uh, I'd say probably I am the tiger. I'd yeah, probably, probably turn up heard Danger Zone and I turn yeah. down I the Tiger. Yeah. I, w- I would listen to Danger Zone and and turn off Eye of the Tiger. I'd probably speed up about ten miles an hour. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I just there's something. I, I it's Music not over, it's not overplayed. By. Although he does, I don't See, think he plays it in concert though anymore. He might still. I know see, I have two teenage. Do- oh, I'm sorry. Do that I'm sorry. We were talking over each other too much. 
I know. It's because of my coffee. I've had way too much coffee now. Go ahead. I was just going to say that I have um, two teenage daughters, so you're assuming I have control of the radio in my car? Yeah. Oh, dude, All standard right. rules. Driver controls the Driver radio. Driver controls radio. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Yeah, well, that rule is not is, does not have any sway with my Claim daughter. your rights. Claim <laughs> your rights. Okay, here we go. Random access bracket. Um, number one seed, Purple Rain, versus number four, Maniac from Flashdance. Yeah, neither of the matchups in this bracket were particularly close this week. Uh, I remember I, I voted for Purple Rain. Which one did you guys vote for? Purple Rain. Yeah, Purple Rain. And Purple Rain wins with 60% of the vote. Not really very dramatic there. Uh, yeah. The next matchup, number three, Footloose. Kenny Loggins again uh, versus the number 10 seed, Love Somebody by Rick Springfield from Hard to Hold. And uh, do you, which one did you guys vote for? Oh, I voted for Footloose. Footloose, even though I don't like the movie, I did have to vote for that song. I, respect. I respect I, that, Drew. I want to say, I, I don't remember. I want to say I probably voted for Love Somebody. You're such a contrarian. No, yeah. no, no. I just. I, Tell is me so, why you voted for that song. Because Footloose is overplayed. Incorrect. And, and I would add this if there's one song you could jettison from Footloose and the movie would still be just as good, it would be Footloose. You mean just as bad? It's oh, not a good movie. Oh, what? It's a good no, movie. No, I disagree. Oh I just no, no, no. It. Oh, yeah. oh no! So You're... did I. We tried to watch it with the girls, and it was and it, okay. Maybe part of the problem is, is I didn't see it in the eighties. I didn't see it until about eight nine months ago. Really? So yeah, I never saw it. And oh, so my wife was like, "Band in your town?" Yeah. Going on? <laughs> <laughs> But we uh, no, I just I don't know I I, I never it, yeah. something about ooh we got to get together and dance I think that topic just wasn't that interesting to me so I was like never really into it and then my All wife said oh we got to go see that at the movie so it was an easy date that was a great well, date movie I guess I don't know I maybe I just didn't go on dates or something I don't know what the deal is but we went and saw we saw it recently and it does not hold up and at one point we just turned to my wife who was still enjoying it and she's like we said to her hey can we can we turn this off because we're bored. And so we saw the uh, the weird gymnastic scene in the barn. <laughs> and then shortly after that, we kind of just jumped to the end to see where he goes, everybody, let's dance. And then they all come out and do the dance. So, and, um, uh, I, I'm sorry you didn't like it, but you are wrong. No. I mean, I, no. I'm not going to try to argue that it's Schindler's List or something. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it it's everything the 80s was in one movie. Oh, I mean, that's cheesy montage. I mean, crazy, uh, inappropriate anthems. Um, um. So here's here. Here, I got one for you. So here's my theory oh, about burning. Footloose after watching it recently and thinking way too much about it is that Footloose is not about kids wanting to dance. Footloose is actually about Reverend Shaw Moore. He's the only person in that movie whose perspective changes about anything in the whole picture. He's the only one who has a change of of standing in the whole thing. Well, the well, daughter stops st- trying to commit suicide, right? No, you don't know that. <laughs> She's still crazy. She's still jumping in front of trains. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this, Lori, Lori Singer. Eh. Is she the, the girl? Yeah. She's Ariel. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Okay. There was something about her. I just, you know what? She was in, um, Oh, the Bang. cycling movie. Right. No, no, she's, 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 no, 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 uh, no, you're talking about uh, American, American Flyers. Flyers. No, she's not oh, American not. Flyers. That's somebody that's else. Ray Dong Chong was in that. There's but, another blonde girl. That's yeah, in that. yeah. Um, she was in um, The Man with One Red Shoe. 
She was in Fame too. But uh, uh, I can't picture who we're talking about anymore. Coffee. <laughs> Skinny. Just a tall, long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. The only skinny tall well, anyway, is the one from All that's important to remember here is that you're wrong <laughs> and that I voted 80s wrong. Nation has spoken. Yeah. Uh, I thought there was some, you know, we had some shenanigans going on with Rick Springfield. Uh, so I thought there was some chance that uh, the Springfield fans might uh, visit us again and cast multiple single single issue ballots for Mr. Springfield. But that didn't really happen as much. Yeah, as no. So what you have now is Purple Rain versus Footloose. Ooh, that's a tough call. Yeah, it depends on the the, the name of the movie is the name of the song. Yeah, I was about to make that observation too. That's awesome. So, what do you mood you're in? If you're if you're in kind of a reflective mood, Purple Rains might win. But if you're in kind of a hey, I'm gonna jump around and be happy, uh, Footloose might win. So basically, Spears is gonna vote for Purple Rain. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. I sob when that song comes on the movie. When they're playing that, this this one's for my this one's for my. And he see, dedicates it to his dad, and then at one point, you know, you could see the tears running down his cheek, and he goes over and he kisses uh, Wendy on the cheek, you know, and she's sobbing, everyone's crying, and oh my god, how can you not vote for Purple Rain? I don't know. Somebody will. Yeah. I think that's going to be close. Yeah, I'd say fifty-five, forty-five. But I think people are going to start thinking about Footloose. They're going to say, you know what, Steve's right. It's the one song you could lose from that movie soundtrack and nobody would know nobody be the wiser just saying well that could be that could be you know what else i'd like to say right now the The things ah the mystical refrain of reader mailbag um a little bit different this week last week we asked um people who voted contrarian to how brad and i voted or people who voted uh, for songs that got shot out of the water uh, early in the competition, defend your picks, we said. Defend your picks. Tell us why you think Guns N' Roses deserves to even be uh, you know, in the same planetary atmosphere as Purple Rain <laughs> uh, and stuff like that. And we, and we said if you have any good soundtrack stories, you know, drop us a line. And we, and we actually got two pretty cool letters. And so, Bradley, um, if you feel up to it. Yeah, let me see if I can tackle this. Uh, our first letter is from, and I apologies in advance, uh, but I may butcher this a little bit. <clears throat> our first letter is from Andelko Peradovic, a.k.a. Angeli, in Croatia. Hello, Stephen Brad, but also hello to all the followers and co-hosts. I have something to say about March Soundtrack Madness from my point of view. I am from Croatia, Europe, but in the 1980s, we were still part of Yugoslavia, the country that gave you the Yugo. Anybody? You guys know anybody that had a Yugo? Um, no. I've ridden in one. I know that. I had a friend really? whose dad was a doctor, and he was uh, trying to make a statement about all his doctor friends who were driving Mercedes. So he had a Yugo, <laughs> and he had a car phone in it. <laughs> and the phone was probably more expensive than the car. But anyway, uh, that's the only person I knew that had a Yugo. Anyway, so moving on. Unlike other behind Iron Curtain countries, we were out of Russia, but we were also out of direct USA political influences and restrictions. So this turned everything into a bizarre reality. We knew about badness in Russia, but we never reached USA goodness. (laughs) I really enjoy listening to your culture memories. I really enjoy listening about your cultural memories, but all you are saying has twisted flashbacks for me. Let me explain this through soundtracks and movies you're currently talking about. 
We didn't have shopping malls, not even in the 90s. Fast Times was, for us, science fiction like the spaceship in 2001. (laughs) 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 Movies came into theaters months or even years later. Obviously, only hit movies came to us. Valley Girl never had a chance. And we didn't have many soundtracks in the stores. They weren't released at the same time as the movie. But I remember one soundtrack that was released. Never saw the movie anywhere in theaters. Dream a Little Dream from 1989. Wow. Talk about uh, you do not. Do you remember one single song from that movie? No, I had to no. look that up. I'm like, wait, what was that? No, I know yeah. which one it was from. I when when Corey Haim died, we I remember pulling uh, I think some audio clips. Pull from some that. clips, yeah. yeah but oh, wow. but my God, I don't. I know. And I know. I have not seen that movie from start to finish. Yeah. So bottom line, he says, many soundtrack hits were big in Yugoslavia, but we never experienced them as part of the movies, or we didn't know they were on the soundtrack. So some of your comments I understand, but some are new for me. Keep the podcast going and let Brad pick more topics. Hey, I like Ooh. that. From Andelko Peradovic, a.k.a. Angeli. I like that letter. That is so cool. I mean, yeah. to have that kind of an experience in the 80s, we, we have the shared experience, and, and his is kind of, you know, same planet, different world kind yeah, of feel. Yeah, well said. I, I I love getting that look at what we you know what we think of as normal from outside a little bit. Uh-huh. That's very but, cool. And it's 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 a shame they didn't have the experience of soundtracks and movies at the same time because, I mean, looking back, um, do you remember any movies that you went to see only because you'd heard the soundtrack ahead of time and thought, oh my god, this is an amazing soundtrack! I have to see the movie. Um, no, not really. Yeah, not me. I'm afraid not. I always I did really like the Tron Legacy soundtrack when it first came out. Oh, jeez. No, Purple (laughs) Purple Rain. Purple Rain would have been one. Um, I remember hearing the Pretty in Pink soundtrack ahead of time. You know, that might be true. Purple Rain, because the soundtrack did come out, and it probably was... And it was huge. It was huge. And I probably thought, I'll I'll go see this movie because it is such a a huge song. Yeah, that's probably one of them. I hadn't thought about that, yeah. I I know... uh, I know... Pretty in Pink, I had the album long before I saw the movie. Yeah. So, so to me, it was just a matter of the curiosity of when they're going to use, how are they going to use this song? Where's this song going to pop up? Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, anyway, what else do we have? Well, we have another letter here. Uh, this is from Gary and Gilroy, our old uh, friend and fan and um, montage builder. Um, so here's what Gary has to say. On episode 305, you besmirched Guns N' Roses' Welcome to the Jungle. In episode 306, you threw down the gauntlet, asking anyone to defend it. Well, Steve, I will stand and defend it. In 1987, the hard rock landscape was beginning to see the rise of glam and hair bands. Bon Jovi, Whitesnake, and Poison were leading a pack of ever-growing clones. Mainstream hard rock was becoming less in-your-face and more pretty-face. Eyeshadow, Aquanet teased hair, and neon-colored spandex was taking over bands who felt that video was more important than audio. Enter Guns N' Roses. Axel, Slash, and crew delivered a much-needed kick to the balls with Welcome to the Jungle. It was anything but pretty. While the posers promised nothing but a good time, Axel told you, you're going to die in the jungle, baby. It was raw, and it was (laughs) dirty, and it rocked! Having said that, I will grant you that in the contest of Jungle versus Let's Go Crazy, I will give Prince the nod. First, I think that the song was a mismatch for Lean On Me. Second, the solo at the end of Let's Go Crazy showcases Prince's dynamite guitar skills, a talent for which he is truly underrated. 
I saw Prince live in 2011, and he kills on the guitar. You win this round, Spearsy, but you must give props to the guttural greatness of Jungle. Signed, Gary and Gilroy. Wow. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not a big GNR fan, but I do like this song. I just my my qualm with it was that I don't feel that it's a very good soundtrack song. Yeah. So that, yeah. that that was my only objection. So you're going out on a technicality there, is what you're saying? Um, I also I also say that I don't agree with uh, Bon Jovi being looped in there with the I was hair metal. Say the same thing, yeah. That's uh, that's going to get him some a little bit of hate. I mean, I don't remember Bon Jovi ever wearing eyeshadow. Um, well, they might have, but I mean, they were also they were wasn't, yeah. They came around the early '80s. First of all, they they started yeah. long before uh, Poison and stuff like Rats. that. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know. I was. I'm not a hair metal fan. That's why we don't have too many hair metal shows. I, every once in a while, we get an email from someone who says, "You know, please more hair metal." But we, I think we need the right co-host to to, to pull yeah. that off. And yeah, not my, not really my yeah. genre either. Not me. You'll have to leave me out of that one. I know. Oh, oh darn. Who are we gonna oh, find? Wow. <laughs> Man. Well, my time here is done. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> I just remembered a darn important appointment I have to go to. I'll, t- I'll uh-huh. tell you this, though. I mean, if, if, if you're out there, if you, if you think you know – I'm speaking to Stuck in the 80s Nation. If you think you know hair metal that well that you, and you want to throw down and be a co-host, you know, get, drop us a line and let's talk about it because uh, you know, I could see if – you, if you're an expert on it, I could see we could do a pretty interesting show on it. And but be, be prepared for some skepticism, though. Do you have um, a commercial or something? Another Seggy? Yeah, we'll be we'll be back oh. in a few seconds with the uh, NIT. But first, this '80s commercial. Talking to clients all day long can make me real hungry. <laughs> when I'm hungry, I'm not a very good listener. Snickers satisfies you. Tell you the truth, I keep a Snickers bar in the third drawer of my desk. It takes the edge off my hunger and fills me up just fine. Packed with peanuts, peanut butter nougat, caramel, and milk chocolate. Mmm. Satisfies you. With peanuts, Snickers really satisfies. When it seems like forever to my next meal, Snickers holds me over beautifully. Time to go over the results of the NIT matchups from last week. Number one seed, Cruel Summer by Bananarama from Karate Kid versus the number four seed, Let's Hear It for the Boy by Denise Williams from Footloose. See, I say you take this song out of Footloose and the movie loses its legs. Uh, yeah, this is a, this is a you know, as we said last week, this is an important montage in the um, that part being, of the story. That being said, nobody agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised. This got swamped out pretty bad. Sixty-one percent took "Cruel Summer." Huh? I think it's just a better song. I mean, in this case, yeah. Let's hear for the boy. It's kind of a dreadful song. 
Um, you just don't like pop music, Drew. That's a great pop song. It's a great pop song, but I, uh, but I, but okay. I, it doesn't have any. <laughs> that's uh, the guys, only. You know, that's the only nice thing you can say about it. Did we, I, I'm sorry, Drew. Did we just bring you on today to disagree with you? I'm a bunch I, of jerks. I, I, no, it's, you know, usually Steve's the contrarian, but I guess I am today, and I know what it feels like. I, I'm going to be nicer to you from now on, Steve. Oh, good. Else <laughs> we call your names behind your back. Uh, and the next matchup, uh, Jungle Love by Morris Day in the Time from Purple Rain versus the number three seed, Somebody's Baby by Jackson Brown from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And you all made the wrong choice again. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Why would you vote for Somebody's Baby over Jungle Love? Because you could take Jungle Love out of the movie and it doesn't matter. I voted for oh, somebody's wow. baby. Did you just use Steve's own logic against him? I, know. I love it. <laughs> no, it I know. He's I so forgot right. Jungle I take back Love was all even the things the- I said about you, Drew. You're the best. <laughs> I forgot Jungle Love was even in Purple Rain. O e o e o. Jesse. But I could totally Aldero. remember that somebody's baby was in Fast Times. I mean, I just oh, okay. I was surprised. I really, I thought we were going to have uh, you know yet another Footloose versus Purple Rain kind of matchup in the NIT finals, but that's not how it's going. Hmm. So what we're going to get is Bananarama versus Jackson Brown. Yep. The people have spoken. We don't always understand what they're <laughs> saying, gonna, but they've spoken. A, that's a ratings blockbuster right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it's the NIT. <clears throat> Jackson oh, Brown. It's on some distant channel that no one's going to really notice. Eight, the Ocho. Yeah, the Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody seen uh, Jackson Brown live in concert? No. No. Has, does anybody have a desire to see Jackson? Yeah, Brown? yeah, yeah. Really? Oh, okay. He's in the Rock Hall of Fame. Um, don't get me started. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not really an endorsement. I know. I'm just saying it's a thing. But I mean, <laughs> it's a thing. Yes, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, he had a hamburger once. Yeah, that's a thing too. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, he came through Clearwater um, uh, about four years ago, and it was a Friday night, and I was doing um, football refereeing at the time, so I couldn't. I just felt like I could not take the day off to go see the concert, but I really wanted to. Um, it's kind of like seeing Paul Simon in, in, to some degree. No? Um, no, I'd like I don't to think I Simon. would put Jackson Brown on the same level yeah. as Paul Simon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You can tell this is a real hot topic. I don't want to hurt yeah. anyone's feelings. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to think of like who else I would care or not care to see. Like I actually would kind of put Rick Springfield in the same place as uh jackson brown i mean it would be okay to see him but i'm not going to go out of my way to like oh my god he's coming to town i gotta see it well i'll tell you what rick springfield puts on a heck of a show oh yeah, yeah. no kidding yeah it's a great show yeah um, he's he still he's still got the chops he still play and he knows exactly what he's there to do it plays yeah. hits and entertain the crowd and he's very good at it oh it's i've seen him three or four times and i mean not not I mean, I don't think I paid three or four times to see him. I think it would, you know, very stuck in the '80s events that he was at. But every time, very, just a very consistent, very energetic performer. I mean, I, mean, I think like, I've told this story before, but Katie and I went to see him at the Orange County Fair many years ago, and he had a he had a new album out, and he he says during the set, he's like, "Okay, I'm going to play this one from the new album." So now's a good time to get up and go to the bathroom. And oh wow! Everybody went. <laughs> Yeah, his new stuff's really good too. I mean, I've I've reviewed his last two albums. I I really liked them. Mm. Well, I mean, for yeah. me personally, if it was between going to see him at a concert and and refing football, I probably still would ref football. <laughs> well, I got paid for that too, so it's like okay. Oh well, there you go. Sixty bucks to go referee a football game, or 
pay 60 bucks to go see Rick Springfield for the to see Jackson Brown. I don't know. I still think I would have taken Jackson Brown. It's going to be the last Ooh. words when I die. I'd be like, that'll be my uh, rosebud. <laughs> Some lawyers in love. <laughs> On that note, let's, I was going to say, and. Hey, let's wrap it up. But uh, remember, check the Facebook page um, to vote for the. Um, we're down to the uh, the excellent eight now. Eight, yeah. Yep. And then there'll be the final four. What, what do we call them? Instead of the final uh, four, I think we called it the Rad Four. Rad Four. Yeah, you can't say Fantastic Four. That's that's also yeah. unknown. No. Uh, so one way or another, it'll get done. Go vote. Um, don't let. Uh, please don't let um, the wrong ones win anymore. So, <laughs> please somebody put Santa's fire out of its misery. Please, yes, I agree <laughs> with that totally. Please. In the meantime, uh, we leave you the, the sultry refrain of Jackson Brown, and we remind you that we are always here, hopelessly. Stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a class of 85 production. Please listen responsibly.